0: Welcome to the 12th episode of the Sport Overload Podcast and today I'm delighted to be joined by Irish professional cyclist, Lara Gillespie. Welcome on, Lara.
1: Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Um, How is life in Mallorca at the moment?
1: Yeah, it's absolutely great. We're training hard. Um, The weather is perfect. Um, So we're training for track European championships that are supposed to be going ahead. They just got cancelled this week, but apparently they'll be back on, but just in a different location. So we're still full steam ahead for that. And yeah, we're training on the road and in the gym and in the track. So it's all going well Um, and nice to be back with everyone.
0: And were you always into sport as a kid and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I was a very, very sporty kid Um, always just loved. spent all of my childhood out, outdoors in the mountains, mountain biking and running and just basically spent my whole childhood outside. And I was very competitive in soccer and running and um, dancing a lot as well when I was in primary school. Um, And then going through secondary school, I was also big into the hockey and athletics Um so yeah always being that sporty kid and definitely a huge part of my life and
0: where were the Europeans supposed to be before they got cancelled
1: yeah, so it was in in Belarus, Belarus. Um, and the uh, Ryanair flight landed there or something and there's just a lot of political um, drama over there so they've cancelled it
0: and where where are they supposed to be now?
1: Well, the rumor is in Copenhagen in Denmark, but no one really knows. Um a lot lo- a lot of countries and teams want Europeans to go ahead because they need racing before Olympics. So we're very hopeful that it'll will we'll go ahead. Um we just don't know where yet.
0: <laughs> and um... When are they supposed to be? Are they in summer or in autumn?
1: Yeah, they're at the end of June. So just on three weeks now. So it's not too far away. And we're kind of in the middle of a nice big training block. Mm. And
0: are you um would you be what would be your plans for the next couple of years? I presume you'd be open to get the number. So
1: yeah, unfortunately not this Olympics. Um I'm just that bit too young and didn't get to get that um, elite racing experience in, t- in time with um coming out of school and then going into coronavirus. So um that's not on the cards unfortunately for me this year, but at the moment um I'm focusing on see um, we're going to get European championships this year and then that- for going to Paris with the team pursuit and also individual events on the track. And then on the road, I'm I need to I'm getting just looking forward to having good elite experience on the road and um good result next few years and yeah definitely looking forward towards Paris and bigger teams.
0: And when did you actually start cycling?
1: So I always cycled to cycle to school and stuff. Um, I ended up doing triathlon, and and I was like in sixth class, and I got a few national um titles with in the triathlon. So I kind of figured I was quite good at. Cycling and bike. And fourth year, I went to this girls' camp um, that was held in Wicklow, and we got to try road cycling, track cycling, and uh, mountain biking. And I was quite comfortable with the mountain biking, but I'd never really done and had never done any track cycling or and very little road cycling. And from then then on, I kind of in love with it, and I loved the thrill, the thrill, and just the speed of the track and road. Um, and I did a few races from there on. And I was training for the eight hundred meters for running. Um, and I kind of wanted to get selected for the Youth Olympics, but um, I ended up falling in a race, breaking my elbow. So I wasn't able to run anymore. But I had some. Road race, and I ended up getting picked for the cycling team for youth olympics, and I got a medal at the youth
0: started cycling professionally.
1: So, so I was the high performance team with cycling Ireland and um back in 2019, 2020 was my first year, so just last year. Um and the so, Came back in 2019 and then started college that year as well. And then I'm on the high performance um, team with cycling since 2020.
0: And um, how were you, like, balancing sports and college? Yeah,
1: it's definitely... A- uh juggle no and it requires a lot of communication. I'm really lucky to be supported by the Adastra Sports Scholarship Program and they're really, really good in there. And it's really all about communicating and planning and creating good relationships with lecturers and just people who who are supporting you, like my coaches are really good for that. Um I basically did all my first year online um because I had to, and I didn't have the resources to do that. So this year when um, everything became online, it was so much easier for me and I actually found it really helpful. Um, I didn't feel as, as behind as I was the years before and something to do in the evenings and I, I like working for both. And if I enjoy it, then I don't find it difficult to do.
0: And what are you doing in college?
1: I'm doing health and performance science in UCD so and I'm kind of more interested in the health side and general health and also psychology as well so that's something that I'm going to look um, into in the future.
0: Um, what would be your like favorite type of race to do?
1: Um, I love all the disciplines. I think my favourite is cyclocross, which is, um, I'm sure, I don't know if you know it, it's an off-road discipline and it's kind of a mixture between mountain biking and not road cycling. The the road bike, the bike kind of looks more like a road bike and there's a bit of running in it as well. That's definitely my favourite race.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know much about cycling, I'll tell you that straight up. Uh, but I did have a look at it before this, and it looks like a good, good crack. Look.
1: Yeah, it's really good. It's really good cracking. Um, you get really muddy, and it's full gas for 40 minutes. So it's short. And it's blood throughout the whole 45 minutes, but it's, it's definitely, it's gaining a lot of popularity um, through the younger generation but also through the older generations in Ireland and well.
0: And um, I know you're uh, ambassador, how did that come about?
1: Well they support the Cycling Ireland team and so there's links there and they're really really good um, with providing us with the right nutrition and the supplements that we need. So that's really, really handy. And then, yeah, it was just basically through those contacts that um, I became part of the ambassador program. And yeah, it's just really nice to be a part of another um, brand that's also very safe with uh, antidoping rules and all that. So it's really um, comforting being a part of a, a brand with good morals and good like that.
0: And um, I know you are very young uh, still, but would you have like any advice for like aspiring cyclists?
1: Yeah, um, definitely. Just do what you enjoy. Try out all the disciplines, even if you're scared to do off-road. I think getting into off-road. Um, and just doing all of the disciplines that you possibly can when you're young is so beneficial to all Really good um, to learn those skills from a young age. Get in the mountains, just really just try do um, what you enjoy. Um, and yeah just get those skills and trust the process there's going to be blips there's going to be dips um but they'll all make you stronger and yeah just try find some good support people around you and thank the people who are helping you because they really they really help the process
0: and um, is it like obviously it's like annoying that you don't have a here in Ireland, like is it tough? Like always having to go like abroad to drop everything and go abroad to train. Like is it tough? Like to miss your family and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a huge factor. Try not to think of it because if you think about it too much, then it might make you a bit sad. But yeah, definitely, when you get to go home, it means a lot to be with the family, with your loved ones, and with your friends. And um, it's also it works well because you're in a disciplined mode, you have your routine, you have less distractions and you don't have to, after you do your four hours on on the road, you don't have to come back and do loads of housework and gardening that I'd have to do otherwise. But um, definitely it, it takes a lot and you just have to stay in a positive mindset about it and see all the, take out all the positives rather than take out all the negatives. But yeah, it definitely does play a factor and in the future, hopefully, when we get a track um, we will probably still come out for training camps because of the weather but it will be nice to have that more kind of balanced lifestyle and it might be more um, long-lasting then as well.
0: Well, um, I can tell you now that you're one of the very lucky ones. Uh, <laughs> you probably wouldn't call it a holiday but you're the wonderful ones that are able to go abroad in the current circumstances. So I count yourself lucky.
1: Yes, exactly. Taking all the positives. I hear that the weather's good in Ireland at the moment, though the Wicklow Mountains, I've been seeing lots of pictures, so missing home, but definitely having the sunshine makes a huge difference and getting to go traveling, we're one of the very few lucky ones at the moment. So yes, yeah, seeing the positives.
0: Yeah, um, and how often would you like go about
1: um, like all the time <laughs> like through it depends on the time of season and depends on what disciplines you do Um the track season has just been moved from the winter to the summer so it was that we'd have to do world cups from like October to I don't know like April Maybe, or no, until February, and then World Champs would be in February, and then you start your road season. So then you'd be away from March to, and then Worlds would be until September. So then it's kind of like an all year round thing, but now the winter seems to be freeing up a bit more. But if you're doing cyclocross, which is in the winter, and then if you're traveling for that, then you're away for that as well. So a lot of it is away. So that's why last year, when we all had to stay at home, it was also quite nice and it was welcomed. So it's nice to have the mix, um, but it's also nice to travel the world. And
0: how um, has fact affected you? Like, i um, you couldn't, well, you could train, because you, you could only do road, like, because you had to stay at home. So, like, how did that affect you?
1: Yeah, so we didn't meet up with the Team Pursuit Group um, for a whole year, and then we just came back to the track now as a group of four and we thought it would be a lot worse um but we've actually seemed to come back to where we left off so that's really nice um and then with training it actually didn't affect me too much because I don't mind training on my own and doing miles um on my own in the mountains and um I was able to get borrow some weights from a local physio so I got I got lots of really quality training in and it probably just affected me in in a way in a more positive way because I just was able to look at it in a positive way where I was able to slow down and find what works for me and what kind of training works for me so um the only thing that I probably was missing is just the racing and that experience that I wanted to do a good year of gaining that um elite age group senior age group um experience so that's next on the cards and
0: like how did you stay motivated because i know myself i'm struggling to stay motivated to train like so how did you overcome that like
1: yeah i know it's difficult i think it's all about the mindset and how you view exercise and how you view um nutrition and just a, a healthy lifestyle so and um, for me myself I feel best when I have a love, a, like a good morning routine where I'm, I have my journaling and I do some breathing exercises and I make a delicious breakfast and then it's just part of my routine to go training so I like to go early in the morning so I don't have to think about it and it's just done for the day then but I also yeah I don't know I think it's all about how you see it. And if you know it's going to make you feel better and if it becomes part of your routine and your lifestyle, then um, it might be easier. But it's all about seeing what works for you and trying different types of exercise. Maybe if you're forcing yourself to go running, maybe that's not the sport for you or you're you're forcing yourself to go swimming, maybe that's not the sport for you. So I think it's about trying different things that will work for each individual.
0: I will not not that I'll be running fair.
1: Yeah, maybe not. Maybe what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basketball.
0: Yeah, I play basketball, but uh obviously like because of COVID. Uh yeah, I've tried that. I'm um, rowing at the moment and oh, like cool. you like you I'm trying to get to Paris in twenty twenty four, but I've only we'll stayed you there. Like, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, but I've only like t- started taking it seriously, like seeing my potential, and like the last year. But like obviously, yeah. there's been no competition. run. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. It's kind of about finding other goals that you can that you can have that aren't result or perform like result based goals. So having like small process goals where you can meet them each week or every single day, even, um I don't know, maybe that'll help.
0: Yeah, um, but I was listening to something, I don't know what it was, but uh, they, this person said um, that like, a lot of people like are focused on like, oh yeah, I'm not good at this sport on that. Mm-hmm. I guess. Here are win this. They don't like they're too competitive. They don't just do it for the crack like.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's you're never going to get anywhere um with something if you don't enjoy it. Like even out here, you have to enjoy your job, you have to enjoy putting yourself through the hard times as well as the, the fun times. And that's kind of the most important part is why would you do it if it doesn't make you happy? So definitely finding something that will make you happy and there is a sport out there for everyone whether it's dancing or anything that will keep anyone active so it's about finding that really
0: yeah um um so it was great to talk to you um you too i i didn't want to keep you too long so i'll just leave the last word you if you want
1: just thanks a million for having me and yeah you're inspiring lots of what you're doing and it's great listening to your podcast hearing all the other stories so
0: thank you no problem and if we don't so i just want to say thank you to lara for coming on and i wish her all the best luck in the upcoming europeans at the end of the month if they go ahead and i also want to say like i apologize for the sound difficulties like you can't, there's a bit of glitching in it, and I apologise for that. And my mic isn't turned up for some reason. So, hopefully I can sort that out. And, yet again, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it.